Welcome to the newsstand of the hottest new podcast, Opinions to Million, with your hosts, Big G, Money Mo, and Shani, where we'll be discussing the latest and greatest heat from the culture. Man, did you hear that beat drop? Y'all ain't ready. Let's get straight into it. Opinions to reach a million followers, opinions to reach a million dollars. New pod dropping every week. I officially welcome you to Opinions to Million Podcast. Let the beat rock. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We back at it for another one, man. It's been a minute, a minute, minute, minute. We went through the new year. We went through Christmas. Yep. Oof. End of the month already, man. The month moving fast. We got everybody in here. It's the end of January. Money Mo, Pam, yes, Maya, Will. We got the whole yes, team. Ready to get the podding. We get the podding. Got a lot of topics to talk about today. Uh, Anthony they ain't got time for his family no more. <laughs> I'm done. They said it's called Young Snitch Life, man. YSL, what's going on? Ed Reed, man. I'm telling you, Ed Reed, Blueface versus Academics, Christian Rock, Tattoos in the Workplace, man. Chat DVT is taking over, taking the world by storm, man. We definitely got to talk about that. What's going on in Dubai? Man, what's your favorite actors? Funk Flex is the voice of New York, man. He says 6 9 back on. I don't want to hear nothing else. Oh. 6 9 back on, and then they put Trump back on. You already know Trump back on Facebook and IG. You already know. Family Guy, man. We got to know what's going on with Family Guy, right? They said the truth can't be considered disrespect. We got to talk about it. Was Family Guy telling the truth? What's mm. going on with the snitch culture, man? Man, it ain't looking too good for the BDs, man. FDG Jump is coming back to Honda, man. Mm. See what's going on. I really want to know what's going on with this fashion week. Why all these rappers be going to fashion week over there looking crazy and all of that? Mm. They just throwing them up. Man, they, I, I didn't hear so much about these Trump classified documents. Now Biden got documents. I ain't hear nothing about it, man. They trying to keep it on a hush hush. Because they classify it. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, strip clubs overrated, and they're finally going to end it off with a money tip. Let's go straight into it, man. YSL. I know we've been, it's been a minute, but it's been a lot going on with YSL. To get everybody all caught up for speed, the Atlanta DA, Bonnie Willis, has indicted YSL or RICO charges. Young Thug, Gunna, and a whole bunch of other members and said that they have been terrorizing the inner city of Atlanta on Cleveland Ave. If you know about Cleveland Ave, clap it up. It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, they said YSL been terrorizing the streets. They hit them with the indictment. Man, it was going down. You know, they said, we don't fold. We don't break. This is Treyway. Ah, what did Shadi say in that courtroom? We don't fold, we don't break. This is Trey Way. And you know uh, what happened to Trey Way? They folded that way just like YSL. Man, it was so many 
uh, plea deals coming in at some one point. It was hard to keep track. Even right. Thug's own brother took a plea deal, man. Gunner got a plea deal. It seemed like everybody pleading out but Thug, right? And it's crazy because the whole case is built on YSL being a street organization. I remember right. when they first got locked up, everybody coming to testify. They even put this long thing. YSL is a brotherhood. YSL is life. YSL is not a gang. YSL is not a criminal <laughs> organization. YSL is a music label. All this stuff. Even had the one of the record label execs coming in and testifying that YSL, man, I would be ashamed if I got on that court and said some goofy stuff just like that, just so that the so-called gangsters could fold under pressure, man. They said when Gunner found out he couldn't uh, sneak in no more of them pills, he said, I had to get out of here, man. Mm. He had to get back to that fresh, <laughs> he had to get back to that fresh BBL in that whippets. You already know how <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, man. Let's go. That's enough of the monologue. But let's get straight into it, man. I was like, yeah, like taking lessons from academics. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like crazy. Like, it's really. I would. It's, we're gonna have to really wait till see what Doug says. Why, if he called Gunna snitch, it's you gotta so, explain that, yo. I think Why? it's because like you think Doug told Gunna to do that, yo. I I don't think so, but it's. It was too good. It was too crazy to be true to me. I got to hear more because I was hearing reports that Doug's lawyers said they didn't know Gunner was going to snitch, but I got to hear it from Doug because you know how to internet go. Because as a rapper, that's your whole that's your whole uh, credentials if you label a snitch or not. Of course, I don't care. I'm going to still listen to his music, but I, I want him to I want him to still make music and if he could label it a snitch, he's not going to have the opportunity to work with people. You see Dirk already talking about oh yeah, he a snitch. Yo said, what happened to Verbs would be right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I said, yeah. What you thinking, Will? Well, you know, any movement to uh, shorten criminal sentences that are, you know, justified is, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Austin Hubbard, sorry. What? What's your thoughts? I mean, I, I looked up something. It was like, uh, he didn't like. He didn't snitch on Thug though. He just, he just like. Nah, yo, I ain't gonna let you. Slide. He said he didn't snitch. On, he just. I ain't gonna let he you. He stated that like, why so is it like a street gang or something like that? Which, it ain't technically snitching. It's just telling the truth. Nah, yo, nah. We ain't gonna let. All right, so, so Tam, you saying he didn't snitch? You talking about one part of the testify? There's also another part when he was yes mamming, right? Yes mamming. They don't even yes ma'am the old mom, yo. You know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Right? So when mm -hmm. he was in the courtroom, yes, ma'am, and did you know there was a situation when him and Thug got pulled over and there was drugs and a loaded handgun in the car? And he testified that the handgun and drugs was not his. He said, Do he yes, look like the type of person that like, like have guns and that? Like, yeah, but drugs? you just said he didn't tell on he didn't tell on Thug. He didn't say he was he, he did say it was young thugs. Come on, man. It's two people. It's two people in the car, and you say it's not yours. Uh. But did he say it was it? He say it was. He uh, say it was thugs. Then. Mo, come on, yo. He didn't say like it It's two people in the car, and you say it's not mine. Oh, thug! I say it wasn't his neither. So. Mm. I don't think it's like a person to buy a gun either, but now I got two of them. And I will buy more. How do you explain this? The 
they are getting indicted on RICO charges. Right. The whole thing of RICO charges just is that a game. <laughs> you have to prove that they are a criminal organization. And not right. only that, not only did Gunners tell him that they are a criminal organization, he also, yes, ma'am, that he knows uh, personally that people have committed crimes in furtherance of the gang. And you saying that's not snitching. So if Thug's whole defense is YSL is a label, it's not a criminal mm -hmm. organization, and Gunner is saying not only is it a criminal organization, he has personal knowledge of people committing crimes in furtherance of the gang. So if you use that situation, what you doing? Don't don't try to step around it. I want you to answer that. Then we can get to that. Answer that. Isn't snitching telling the truth? What's the problem? Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> you wasn't saying that a couple seconds ago. You said mm. gonna ain't tell on thug. <laughs> Are you standing on it? Because technically he didn't tell on thug. You told him why I said you gotta explain that. Explain that to the people. How did he not tell on thug? Because he didn't say thug specifically. Well, one thing I will say though, it makes that look bad because he is the money maker. So they know who's supplying watch. <laughs> I think I think that can't get away from none of this stuff. I mean, nah, because literally he he like it's, it's the case is him. Literally. Everybody else is gonna be is probably gonna plea out except for the ones that can't. I mean, I, I think it's Thug's fault, man. Thug, like, you know. One thing you can always trust is a person is going to be them, regardless, right? I mean, and but you are, we can't forget about that Crime Stoppers incident that Gunna had, man. Six Nine tried to warn them, but everybody has so much hate for Six Nine, they couldn't see it, man. You know what happened? That old slippery snake got in there. Mm. Well, my, I got a question though. So, like. How how come like why so can be brought up with Rico charges, but like any of the, any of the Chicago niggas can't? Because nobody cares. They don't get them boys. They don't get them eventually after like. Nah, I don't think so, Mo. I mean, you know if you look at Chicago, FBG Ducks murder is the only murder that they've been taking seriously. Like right, right, literally, right. when Vaughn died, they dropped three or four. Bodies that they think he was associated, they had the information, you know. Right. They they literally like I I don't know what it is with the Chicago PD and Southside. They I think like they literally just either don't have the resources or the manpower or something that they didn't care. Like I think if they had in Chicago uh DA like Bonnie Willis, that mm -hmm. things would be rocking. Literally, when Vaughn died, they dropped the reports. That they said he was the main suspect and probably committed the murders. And for some right. other reason, they didn't charge or never move forward. Like, I think you got to go with the um, the prosecution, right? And what they're, what they're kind of saying is like for Fonnie Willis, the DA, is that this is kind of right. like a make or break situation. It's like either this is going to make your career or you're going to get embarrassed by charging them with a Rico and nothing, <clears throat> nothing stuck, right? I mean, but like this Chicago is literally they they tell on themselves every song they make, literally. So you tell me they don't got enough evidence to charge these niggas? 
you, you're not understanding. That's why they got plea deals. It's not about evidence, man. You gotta somebody has to initiate it. And mm. for some reason, whatever reason it is, in Chicago, they're not doing nothing locally. You gotta think about it. We're gonna talk about this later, but the FBG duck case <laughs> is is being um taken up by the feds. That's right. why the only reason you get movement on that. One thing I will say though, like not to police the detective's defense, if it's a lot of murders like that, you don't have the manpower to like go over each case over and over. Right. You know what I mean? That's impossible. Because it takes a long time to go through each process. So like on a certain case, they're going to waste their time with stuff. I feel like that's definitely hard. And then defense. But um. Man, but yeah, but that, that is true, though. If it's a high-profile rapper, though, they're definitely going to take the time just because the community wants it or something. Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all feel sorry for Thug in YSL? Nah. <laughs> Do y'all you think they're getting unjust treatment? I mean, he, he made the big Ali. And, like, if you want to claim right. that lifestyle, you're going to have to deal with that, with the consequences that might come with it. Yeah, exactly. And how many years do you really face him, though? Like, that's, that's and that was the point. I think Doug is ready to be facing some time, but they said Gunner wasn't facing no more than five years. Like, you oh, snitch, like, you snitch right. her to like that, bro. Like, I mean, but, six nine was facing like 30 plus. You snitch you from you like, couldn't like, sit down for five years, man. You was feeding over them whippets that bad. And, it, and even and then as a rapper, he would have probably got out in like two years. Have you seen like that before yeah. he got big, bro? Yeah, I saw him on the Truth Tellers. He was giving that expose. Well, I'm talking about before that shit. Like, he, he like made a song at high school. So I don't think the same nigga that won't be five years. Niggas be having how that money and persona. And why was he rocking with the gang? So you are you saying that maybe Gunner was like six nine and just got carried up and caught up with the gang? I think so. Oh. You pray for rain, you gotta deal with the mud too. Mm. That's a bar. <laughs> Trademark. Denzel Washington. Maya, you got anything to add on this topic? I do not. I think y'all said it all. I'm dead. Now I gotta ask this though. <laughs> what what is going on with the complete utter silence of the rap industry in regards to Gunner being a snitch? Mm. Maybe they don't get they, they went for more information. It's like <laughs> <laughs> they outcast him, like when they, uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Chris Rock. When you, that is true, though. It, bro, it's for easy for Doug to make a statement about, yeah, he's said, they ain't saying nothing yet. That really you came You really out. think he's going to, yo, he's fighting a Rico case. You really think no, he's going to come out and make like, a statement and say he's snitch? Oh, he's going to say, bro. I don't mess with. No, he can be like, I don't mess with Gunner no more. He could tell somebody. Then they're going to say that he's intimidating witnesses. Nah, they're going to be like, nah, because it'd be like. Mo, come they, on, yo. You nah, know nah. he's not going to do that, yo. Nah, that's. Mo. That won't mess it up. All right, bro. Well. He probably did say that. That's why Dirk <laughs> said that. <laughs> so you saying they had an Illuminati meeting and the word was given <laughs> that brother is no good in the streets? <laughs> I'm asking you a question, bro. What you doing? I think I think it hasn't came out yet. Not because of the case, because it was a plan. This mo, this know. man mo just hit right click, copy paste on little Duval tweet. Said we got way too <laughs> bug. 
<laughs> I really said that. Yeah, yeah. We gotta wait for Thug to speak. But as a rapper, that's your whole career, like snitching allegations. Yo, ain't so nobody said we gotta wait for Big Big Treyway uh-huh. Shotty to speak before Six Nine was labeled a snitch. But Snake Six Nine admitted it though. That's there. He's like, yeah, snitch. I feel yeah, like nah, yo. was a completely different situation. Stop, Gary. Stop, nah, yo. When six nine was six nine was completely different, bro. Nah, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Y'all don't find it suspicious. I'm gonna repeat this. You don't find it suspicious that before Thug was, I mean, Gunner was released from the jail. They already had a statement out saying he ain't snitch. <laughs> you don't find that suspicious. Before they even closed the doors behind them. He was mm. prepared. You don't find that suspicious. Maybe somebody looking out for him. Right. Mm. Man, I can't have no conversation with y'all. Y'all ain't keeping it real, man. You can't. Guard, guardian angel in the system. My mom was Look at this, Gary. What if Doug come on and be like, nah, he ain't no snitch? There's no way. He's going to have to. Mo, I don't think you understand. Do you remember that million dollar worth of game? Episode that Thug did on yeah, I remember yeah, with Wallo was about this, yeah, and saying that all of this about snitches and I so man, he said Thug said he already knew who was going to snitch. Mm. I hear that. It's like that. I'm dying. What up, child? <laughs> Let's keep this moving, man. Up next, we got Ed Reed and Bethune. Oh, yeah. I this can't wait to hear your take on this one. This situation was getting wild. Yeah, you can't switch sides on this one. Y'all are clowns, man. Let me give a quick overview. <laughs> I'll let y'all go around and see, see what's going on. So, a while back, Bethune Cookman announced that Ed Reed was going to be their new head coach. Recently, on the last week or two, Ed Reed went live making all these complaints about the HBCU, saying there was trash everywhere. There was a whole building full of trash. They didn't clean his office out, that he's been there working for weeks, and he doesn't have no signed contract. And all of this, he made about three, four videos on the situation. And then come to find out, you know, like people on social media were trashing him. Oh, you mutting the school. You doing all this. You tarnishing the school and doing all of this. Eventually, Ed Reed apologized, but ultimately, Bethune-Cookman decided that they would terminate Ed Reed's contract. Well, really, he didn't even have a contract, but they say he would no longer be the head. <laughs> Along with this, now we come to find out that the students on the campus have been protesting and everything about living conditions and crackheads mm. walking the campus and, and mold and mildew. Literally, like, it's crazy. The the president, the intern president of the university came on and said that the pictures that you're seeing that the students are posting is not mold, it's mildew. Mildew oh. turns into mold. Like, li- like, it's ridiculous. So the students are protesting their living conditions and all kind of stuff about the university. So apparently there's a lot of problems going on with the university board of trustees and they just fired, recently fired their president and they got a new interim president. They should have sent the pictures to me and had me on the news, bro. I stabbed that shit straight down the heartbeat. Shout out to U.S. Navy for uh, putting me in the moldy-ass barracks for the first three years of my life. (laughs) So 
they have had the school, they have Ed Reed, they have the school, and then they disbanded the Alumni Association. So, I mean, there's a lot going on at Bethune Cookman. What's y'all thoughts? I just want to get some background, but what's y'all thoughts during to the Ed Reed situation, man? Ed Reed did a lot of interviews and stuff saying that they're doing them wrong, that Prime was right, that you know, the people are corrupt at the university. What's your thoughts? Mm -hmm. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot it's of people like, don't really appreciate yeah. so much hard work until they're going. It was like, oh, no, this dude crazy. He just caused a stir on the campus. And then if you get rid of him, and then now you got this uproar of people saying the same stuff. You know what? That dude was right. Yeah. And like I said, they couldn't clean his office. That's crazy. They couldn't clean like the dude. <laughs> that, that's the football player's office. I feel like HBCUs be trying, they focus so much on, like, saving face. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get, like, which are, like, what they stand for and stuff like that. But if you want to, you know, be considered this, you know what I'm saying, perennial, you know, education, whatever. I forgot the word. But if you want to be considered that, you want your athletes to be considered, like, top tier, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put that effort in. Like, you bring this coach in. One, you don't really, you don't even really sign them. Two, you can't do basic shit. Like clean out right. an office for him, but you want him to just like <laughs> kiss your ass. Officially. Right. You, you want him to kiss your ass and talk, you know, good shit about your university when he ain't really get, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't get treated how he thought he was going to get treated. That's yeah, that's thing. true. And I, I can do another one, another thing too. People, people got to realize that, um, like, just because HBCU don't mean they're going to – like, people defend them nonstop no matter what happens. And then now come out the most situation. Yeah, and then come the most situation. People like, oh, okay. Because people, people was trash every when it first happened. And then they realized that, yo, these, these HBCUs make a lot of mistakes that people try to cover up and stuff That's like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, Anthony just yeah. repeated what I said. <laughs> Like, do you have like, money thing, or like, do you think it's just like, do they have money? I mean, it's a lot going on. I watched an um, interview of the president. There's a lot going on. Um, as far as like, I think mistakes were made on both sides, right? I'm leaning more towards Reed, but like, I think he should have expressed those concerns to the school first and if he had did that a couple times then went live I would have had no problem with it but just that's going true, straight out the live is like um, disrespect and then like you going on there and bragging about the work that you've done like come on man Ed, you a millionaire you got businesses and stuff oh, like, Gary. He you, did not, a work you not you not starting nothing without no contract yo like come on True. You gotta but maybe he was getting there from, from the standpoint like, all right, I don't got no contract, but like boom, I'm trying to do this for the people, I'm trying to do this for the school, for I these young black that. men that come in here, you know what I'm saying, looking for a chance to play football. Yeah, but what you gotta realize is if you're doing stuff like that out from your heart, you don't talk about it. You don't. You know what I'm saying? So if that's mm. the case. You don't say nothing. It's no point going on that, live and complaining about how you don't got nah, no bro. contract and you've been picking up trash for two weeks. You would think that if you out here saying, like, all right, y'all don't got to pay me. I'm about to still go do this work. I'm doing this out of my heart. You think that we at least 
take the effort to get his man where he needed. Right. Did they do that? No. That's not how HBCUs work, though. There's a whole culture. I can speak from personal experience. I went to Morgan State University for graduate. I went to Morgan State for graduate school. In my entrance interview, the man told me, he was like, you're coming from a PWI. The best way to get through is to put your head down, don't make a fuss, and do the work. Don't even call out any of the wrongdoing. It's not going to help you. And you're already going to have a target on your back because you went to a PWI. Yeah, I don't see that as a problem. And that's just the culture that I see from HBCUs. It's it all accountability is hard for them to take. So, like when they were called out, they could have just said, "This is the issue. We're working on it," instead of trying to deli- uh, deny it, deny it, deny it when there's clear evidence. All right. Well, let me let me explain <clears throat> this. Let me play devil's advocate. Right. The president of the university came on and kind of gave some background. And let's see how y'all think about this. Uh-huh. He said, one thing, they're facing the trash on the campus. They understand that the crackheads coming across campus, um, the gates are broken. The school Bethune-Cookman, I don't know if y'all know where it's located, is in Florida. Um, yeah, they don't know. Daytona, right? Yeah. They, they had two major hurricanes where the university suffered over $100 million in damage within the last six months, right? So when you have the students complaining about the mold and stuff, like that starts to become understandable when you talk about the hurricanes that the school suffered and the broken gates and the trash on campus. So while the university is working to address them issues and the major hurricanes that hit the school. You know, you also got problems with, you know, it's a transition period. The the previous president was just fired in the fall semester. Now it's coming up on the spring semester and you got a new interim president. Anybody knows anything about the academics is that when you don't have tenure or a real position, that person's not making a whole bunch of decisions. Right, the academic world is real finicky, right? So you got interim president, and then you know, I mean, there's there's a lot he's saying that, but Thune Cookman, you gotta realize is a private institution, right? That there's Christian school, right? And he said that he tell Ed Reed all of this. One thing that I really don't agree with, and I like I can't defend this, you know, the videos. The, the interviewer asked, what was the final straw, right? Listen to this. He said, what was the final straw when y'all had to make the call and say, we're going to part ways with Ed Reed? It wasn't the videos that Ed Reed talked about. Oh, he was picking up trash. They don't have a his office cleaned out. They got a whole building full of trash. It wasn't that. It wasn't the video where he said, yeah, Deion Sanders told me it was right and the administration is corrupt. No, that wasn't it. You know what they said the final straw was while they parted ways with Ed Reed? Because he made a video in this car and the background music was Big Booty Hose. <laughs> That's what the president came on the interview and said that was the final straw. Ed Reed was in his car and he had a song playing 
big booty hoes. You would think that at an HBCU that they would be supportive right. of uh, black people music. Mm. Big uh -oh. booty hoes, man. That was, uh -oh, that was the final straw. Nah, I feel like they go back to like taking accountability. They probably want to be like, all right, we fired him because he talked bad about us, but we had to find a different reason to fire him. Right, they had they found a reason or they created one to flip right. it on him and be like, Yeah, we were justified in firing him. Somehow he probably didn't agree with uh, the morals of the university. Mm -hmm. And then he went into that, he was like, Um, you know, he kind of explained the hurricane. He said that during their interview, he explained the hurricane situation and saying that, you know, you got to work with us. I mean, there was a lot like every was there, he was doing the work, like. But I just think there was there's a disconnect, and I think you saw it with like Jackson State and Prime. Even though I disagree with him leaving, it's like like when you take these jobs, like you know it's more like you're going to like put in more than a hundred percent, and you got to be doing it from your heart because if you're not doing it from your heart, it's not going to work out, right? So I just think that like Ed Reed came in there at. 300% and the school and board of trustees was moving like 15%. And eventually there was just going to be a crash. If it didn't happen then, it was going to happen eventually. I mean, the, the university doesn't even have a practice field for the sports. Literally, they bust the football team from the university to their stadium for practice back and forth, right? And Reed was like, why are y'all paying for money for transportation when y'all could just build a practice facility at the at the school, right? He had already concealed, um, he had already uh, gathered the money for them to do the practice field and they were breaking ground on building the, a practice field. I mean, he was doing a lot in a little bit of time that he was there. But again, like you got to get blamed to both sides from me just because Ed, you're a businessman, and you know you don't do nothing without no contract, right? And if you're moving without a contract, and you're saying you're doing this for the love of the students and all of that, then you don't talk about it. That's how I feel. That's true. Yeah, like this man can't be angry, bro. <laughs> no, you can't voice his opinion. Like, like let's say you go to your job, you start a new job, whatever. You're like, all right, you know what I'm saying? It's a good opportunity. You walk in there. It's a goddamn shit show. You're going to be upset, right? Yeah, but yeah, and not... every, like I said, every uh, the best safety of all time. He got crazy credentials. Yeah, so but like... you're not, you, so you saying you're going to go, you're not going to say nothing to your boss or employers or nothing. You're just going to go straight home, get on Instagram and say, man, I won't. I ain't going to lie there. He is, he is his old boss. I ain't going to lie. He is his old boss. So. Depending on how I feel that day. It don't work like that in academics, man. Mm. Academia. HBCU academia. <laughs> One thing I will do, will say, though, it looks like a lot of donations go to ignore some of the other HBCUs. Like, where are the famous, like, you know, fabulous alumni and all that other stuff? Yeah, they are going to money, going to Howard, or, like, Spelman. It, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. mm. the HBCU stuff, bro. Yeah, so we're going to... The students are still protesting, man. There's a lot going on. We're going to see how the situation plays out. We're going to keep having that Frostburg. Up to date, man. <laughs> yes, it did. No, All no. universities have their issues. She's a side. Mm -mm -mm. 
Next up, man, we got Blueface, Christian Rock, and Christian Rock being, I mean, Blueface versus Academics and Christian Rock being pregnant, man. There's a lot going on with these two. Too much going on. Yeah, man. I, I don't know if y'all been keeping up. Christian Rock, no, no, it's just a little too much for me. She was going to a fight a couple days ago. Just somebody yeah. on the red carpet. That's wild. She's saying she's pregnant. Blueface said it's not hers. Academics been live streaming lately and been yeah. making content on content out of their relationship, man. He even said, he said Blueface is a bum. Yo, yo pulled up Blueface's house and said that joint was in pre-foreclosure and he was going to buy the house. Yeah. He's like, you should stop getting beat up by your girl so much and go make some music <laughs> so you can buy your house. And then y'all know that Blueface has a soul food restaurant, yo? I can do that joint up. That joint had a stop work notice on it, yo. Buy a restaurant and your house. Hey, yo. Nelson, I'm ready One thing I will say, mm-hmm. they surprised me. I know it makes me really seem like they're doing it for money because, like, there's no way he can, he's still like in love with her and stuff like that to Watch. keep getting back with her. They doing it for money, and it, it makes sense though. Nah, That's yo, it's no way. Relevant. It's no way you can, Mo. You can't tell me that they making more money off of him getting beat up. Keep posting like, I think the I joint, TV yo. Show. Nah, yo, he posted the joint, Mo. They off their um the OnlyFans when they was doing the Blue Girl Club. He made <laughs> three hundred thousand, yo. You you can't tell me off oh, some, right, a right, good right. album a and a hit sure. that they collecting fifty thousand a night to go in the clubs and playing a hit song, yo. There's no way you saying they making more money. Nah, that's that, you're the only fans uh, making money than him hitting making a couple hits, more right. money. There's no way. No, I give you credit. That yeah, that only fame made three hundred thousand. But if he was making that, that thing won't be foreclosed. <laughs> <Free> foreclosed. Yeah. <laughs> So the numbers might be, I don't know. Could be tax evasion, <laughs> like Chris Rock and Wesley Snipes. Uh, oh, they just, oh, it's just like, it's they just crazy for real, for real. But the fact that people really, like, take the time out to, like, really pay attention and, like, feed into yeah, their know. life, like, really be watching that shit, like, daily, like, on a daily basis, like, this right. shit, just, uh, like, I can't do it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the new soap opera of the mm-hmm. new decade. Yeah. Love that shit. Especially like, they, I, I used to watch like, reality they, TV with the Kardashians. They, like, they be like, oh, she, he ruined her. I'm like, you could, she was crazy her whole life. You know what I'm saying? If you I know Blueface was. Mm. He was always crazy too, but she's been crazy her whole life. You can't, nobody ruined nobody. They well, both crazy. Nice doing that for the cameras. How do you know how much of that is real versus she just kind of I know. The camera joke? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, y'all. That's how I think like it is for money. Mm-hmm. But they ain't making that much money off that, yo. I can't. I can't there's no way you or think they're making more, more off that than he could be making for making hit music. No, I think he's done with the music. His career is over. He got that one song in 2019. So. <laughs> yeah. mm, next up, tattoos in the workplace, man. What y'all think? Now, is the workplace advancing? More people starting to work from home. You think they're getting more and more lenient on tattoos in the workplace? 
Oh yeah, definitely. The oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think it's a damn yeah. Of course, you can't uh, too crazy. Or oh, they don't care at this point. I mean, yeah, I mean, they I really think, don't. Yeah, I mean, I just seen like teachers with like full sleeves. Like. Yeah, yeah, but at school, are they rocking full sleeves or they have to wear long sleeves? No, nah, they tattoos off. Like, I even seen a couple of preachers with full sleeves. I was like, I got Dang. a chief with a neck tattoo going up to his face. Talking about, oh, I got grandfather in. No, he didn't. <laughs> he got it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, your neck tattoo. Like, I feel like as long as your tattoo not like vulgar or like gang affiliated or something like that, right. then it don't really matter, bro. Right. How do you feel about gay? No, man. To be honest, like personally, I don't care, but I don't know. I'm gonna try to get my first one soon. <laughs> I don't know anybody that has that I've seen at work with tattoos. But maybe most of them people like wear long sleeves, yeah, I guess. Long sleeves. Boy, do I have the career opportunity for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you work in an office, so it's kind of different for real. Like, even though tattoos might be like accepted, I feel like in the back of the mind, it's still like, all right, I got like a whole, you know what I'm saying? I got visible tattoos. Let me like right. try to be modest about it. Walk in front of like, walk in front of somebody, be like, hmm, look at this. Uh. Uh, uh. Do you definitely think like the <laughs> attitude towards the tats are changing? I just think like it's only like affecting the lower levels, right? I think as you move up, that the attitude is not changing. I, mean, I feel like as long as you got a tattoo on your face, I feel like you you're pretty good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think your face tattoo is nuts. That's that's yeah. When you that's get yours, that's 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 nah, that's. Yeah. What about you, Maya? Mm. I hate needles. That man, Danny Trejo, got a tattoo of Selma Hayek across his whole chest. Mm. <laughs> I do about 80 years old now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You saying something, man? I mean, I feel like tattoos are more accepted now, but I also, like Gary was saying, it depends on what line of work you're in and, like, how people view it in that area. So it's like certain professions is going to be more acceptable, I feel like, than other professions. But I think it's becoming more normalized. But moving up next, man, it's been taking the world by storm. Chat GPT. If you don't know, now you know. Game promote, so yeah. <laughs> Sign up. Yeah, right. I've been putting everybody on, man. Chat GPT is the artificial intelligence AI, and you can interface with it, man. You can ask it questions. You can ask it the right code. All anything you can think of, you can ask it, and it's going to try to give you a response, man. It's crazy in the way it's thinking. Uh, it comes out with his responses. I mean, the academics are going crazy. People are asking it to write papers for him. The the teachers That's and true. students are freaking out, man. It's like literally. In less than a minute, you can get like a 20-page paper, nice format, MLA, APA. They paying for it? No, it's free. 
There's paid like versions code. of it, but where the fuck it. was this when I was in school? Yes, you can get it to write you code, man. People are using it for Excel macros, right? Microsoft dumped the billions in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff, man. Chat GVT is going to be taking out a lot of jobs they assume. So we're going to keep on monitoring technology. We're going to go around, see how everybody feels. Have you interacted of it with it? What's your thoughts? I think yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think it's starting to like the Terminator shit. Like all this like AI stuff is like really I mean it's really getting advanced. He's like, yeah. we'll see, I'm yeah, right. We'll see you. how far they take it. You know it's a real sky yeah. in the world. All right, Hubbard. No, it's, <laughs> it's like how Ch- the Chinese got that camera system. On like a, uh, what is it? It manages uh, all the cameras over the metropolitan areas of China. It's like it specializes in uh, like facial recognition. It's like if you just walk down the street and you like wanted for a crime somewhere, they alert the police and they just like boom, they just right there on you. Yeah, it's crazy too, cause like. Like you said, it's going to take a lot of jobs. I can't imagine once the company's dumping billions in it, it's going to get them to expand the questioning so you can really ask it any type of way without, like, any limitations. You can really ask it. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know how it's limited in some ways you ask it. But I'm like, yeah, that joint's crazy. Even with, like, it's so much stuff that's going to, like, limit jobs. Even with, like, the, you ever seen that Taco Bell in Minnesota, I think? They got, like, an elevator system where you can, like, it's all... Nobody's working there or something like that. I forgot. Mm. That's crazy. I mean, I feel like that's going to be like most of the like fast food, uh, factory jobs. Right. Because um, all they all going to be like robots and shit. Because it's more, I mean, it's, it's less, yeah. they don't got to pay employees, you know? Right. They probably work better than payment employees. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's what it's going to come down to. I think it's still a far way out from that. And I mean, there's a lot of moral questions you have to ask. Like, currently, like this version, uh, ChatGBT has no like human elements, right? Are you going to give it human elements, right? Are you going to give it feelings and things of that nature, right? Are you going to keep it like strictly computer based information, right? Or like, I mean, they said like this thing um, passed the Wharton Business School test, right? They said it got like a B minus. Wharton Business School. It said the multiple choice part of the bar exam, and uh, I think passed. And then some kind of medical exam it took. It I think got a decent grade on too as well, right? But you got to understand that, like most said, like this is in the primary stages. They are working on improving the system, but I think there's a lot of moral questions that are going to have to be asked. Do you think like AI? is going to complement or you think it's going to turn over? Like, if you're saying, like, all right, maybe this takes away fast food jobs, is it going to open up other jobs for these people to go to, right? I know they had to, like, a while back, there was this big troll saying, like, teach coal miners how to code, right? Like, Mm. if you would have done that, now GBT is coding, like, <laughs> the, the going into basic coding understanding is not helping people. Like you can literally 
program an AI to be writing basic code. Like, so, like, right. I, I think there's, like, a more holistic, bottom-up approach you have to think with this, right? So, like, is it going to go to, like, something that Andrew Yang was philosophizing about of giving the UBI, universal basic income, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, how far do you think this is going to go? What industries are going to be impacted? I mean, I think about this, like, for myself, is like when I was picking a major, why I didn't go into technology? Because I knew something like this was happening. Like, you, like, I, my industry is bulletproof. Like, you don't want no AI <laughs> calculating moments and forces and stresses and bridges or pipelines and things that you use on a daily basis, right? Like, that stuff is always going to have a human uh, interface in it, right? Like, you're not, you're not driving over no AI design bridges, right? So, I mean... But you I mean, get some now. AI, nah, man, you're not, it's going to be stuff in place for that kind of infrastructure, right? Right. You're going to have, like, um, like, it's easy to replace a coder, like, give me such and such. Yeah, that's thing. true. Right, right. And like you, know you said, companies saying? don't care about, you know what I'm saying, companies not, oh, they want to help people out by supplying more jobs. They, Let's look at, you know to, how many yeah. people, Amazon laid off, like, 40,000 yeah, yeah. people over the last two months. Facebook is laid over 10,000 plus. Like, Twitter is laid over a couple uh, a, a couple thousand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these companies are right. making big changes and switches. Right. Like, this is going to have a big... Yeah, they don't care about people. They were trying to get rid of people. Yeah, like you said. So, they, they ain't really... They don't care about people. <laughs> Hey, AIs are cheap, bro. <laughs> There's people making money off AIs on YouTube and everything. Yeah, so I mean, there was a lot like uh, before a lot of people were starting to discover this stuff. They was like, oh, AI is just going to take out, you know, low blue collar. I mean, low like entry level stuff. But like, you know, this thing is has the potential to take out a lot of high level jobs right. and maybe a and lot maybe, of um remove a lot of middle management jobs you know yeah, what I'm saying? A lot of them. Yeah. but do i do i think that this is going to be taking out like engineers and things of that nature and doctors and stuff like nah man i do i think anybody anytime soon is gonna have chat gbt represent them for their court case Nah, man, I don't think that stuff's happening. Hold up, Gary might be something. <laughs> and then I'm like, by the time the AI would even be strong enough to do that, there's definitely going to be laws and stuff in place. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what if ChatGBT was the new public defender? <laughs> I think right. we're in trouble. <laughs> Now AI would analyze everybody who's a threat to it and be like, oh yeah, he uh he need to be locked up for life or you know, sentence to death. Why that bitch take over the world? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm an advocate for like people are becoming too dependent on technology, or we are advancing in technology way too fast. Like what did I say? I'm like, uh, I'd be like, I'd be like. It came to the point now. I'll be like, I'll be mad, but I'm like, I kind of gotta get with it and get lost. That's the worst part of Same. Like we hate TikTok. Gary gonna have to adapt soon. I don't care no. what Same. What iPhone are they on now? <laughs> Most tripping. 
I'm gonna get deported, man. Once Trump get back in office, he's banned. But what do you think will come back, Vine? They gonna remake Vine? We'll see. If Elon supposed to be working on it. Yeah. You don't like TikTok enough? No, I don't like TikTok, man. I am Chinese stealing my information. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move. We just spend a lot of time on these topics. We might have to save some of these drinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's 7.52 man what's going on over in Dubai man why does everybody want to take a trip let's first ask do you want to go to Dubai what's your reasons why do you want to go to Dubai, Dubai and why do you think everybody else wants to go man let's start out <laughs> trying to get a check it's the land of princes kings and the biggest formula one yeah. crash in history yeah. Yeah. alright let's start with Maya do you want to go to Dubai? Why? And why do you think other people want to go? Well, particularly for women in Dubai, it's a lucrative market. You can come back with a big check. For what kind of activities? You're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> do you want to go to Dubai? And why? I want to go. It's like a party city, kind of. You can't Same even. Reason. The people that live there can't even drink alcohol. What are you talking about? It's a party yeah, they city. Can. Who the fuck gonna go up in a prince or a king's like? Condo I mean, the, the visitors like, can, but like, like the average people aren't turning up. How many people you hear about are? average going over there and turning up? Mm. Maya went back on mute. Let's you be walking, out. you be walking over there on the street. This prince be like, Who oh, you American? Come to my party. Money Mo. Do you want to go? Why? Yeah. They got all the, the best, like the funnest things to do, all the time. The best. That oil money just hit different. You know what I mean? It's just it do. The most beautiful buildings, most tourist, biggest tourist attractions. I just want to know still what's gonna happen when oil runs out. But for now, it's the best. I'm saying it's like one of the oil hubs. Like that's why a lot of people go over there for money. It's pretty abundant with natural resources. <laughs> Shut up. Natural resources. I did it. Just got oil. <laughs> exactly. Uh -oh. I'm dead. Where the rest of the world oil at? The rest of the world got oil, but they okay, don't Saudi sheep Arabia. <laughs> sheep herders use there first. I mean, do I want to go to Dubai? Not no time soon. I mean, I don't really, it's like, I think it's overhyped, to be honest, man. Like, certain stuff, like, if you want to go, like, I think there's, like, 30 other cities I would rather visit than Dubai. Just because, like, the level of opulence in Dubai, like, you're not going to have fun. And, like, the amount of money you're going to have to spend to actually do something, like, I don't think y'all really factoring that in. Like, uh, money like, should be no object when it comes to life experiences. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I think it's, I don't know. <clears throat> At least that has become my new take. I think I think people are going over there more self satisfying, like trying to get. 
adjacent to opulence to feel like what it feels like versus like actually wanting to go over there. What it is. I'd rather go. I'd rather go somewhere where I can ball out than go where I got a fake. So Vietnam is it outside? <laughs> oh Thailand. Vietnam is even more, bro. You take fifteen hundred US dollars over there. That's thirty four Vietnamese dong, which is their dollar. Thirty four million Vietnamese dong. My bad. I was trying to say, ain't no way. Thirty four, fifteen hundred is thirty four dollars. Nah, it's thirty four million over there in Vietnam. Yeah, you go to Bali somewhere, like you living like a king, man. Yeah. Why you think Russell Simmons ran over there? Uh oh, the boy does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Ham, you want to go to Dubai? Well, no, nah, I mean, <laughs> great talk. Um, uh, <laughs> nah, I don't really want to go to Dubai. Like, it's just. I, like you said, I was like overhyped and like people just want to be like following the trend for real. Because like, how many people do you know like really know about Dubai? Like, he was not doing research. He's like, oh yeah, find me out, find me out. Like, nigga, what can you really do over there? The only people I know who go over there is literally like military personnel. Nobody, nobody I know. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Like, you know what? I want to take a trip to Dubai. Right. That was seeing like, on Twitter go, and stuff. They always be like, let me go South America or like Southeast Asia where it's cheap. Miami or Atlanta. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> like, I'd rather go down like Atlanta or something like that than go to Dubai. <laughs> yeah, and then people really be thinking like Dubai's the spot. Really, you gotta go to the UAE. Y'all don't even know about that. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep that on the hush. My rain side. Hey, UAE. <laughs> Over there in the hotel when we went there. You know, Dubai is in the UAE. It's like, man. <laughs> Gary's like, hold up, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'd recommend people to Rio and Heartbeat. Just stay away from the favelas. <laughs> <laughs> we was living it up down there, bro. All right, man. What we got next? Top five black actors, man. I don't even know no black actors. Yeah, you do. Not by name. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, number one. I feel like Denzel's everybody's favorite. Who's the one man that plays Godfather? A black man. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, he plays. Um, it's he plays, about American um, gangster. No, he plays. God, Godfather. that's that's Denzel. <laughs> nah, in Godfather, he plays a Godfather Harlem. I think it's Forrest Whitaker. Did you say Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, I think he got the eye right. The eye. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker the one with the eye. Not the eye. You be killing it. Uh, I mean, I gotta see. My uh, th- I, Major Payne is my top actor. Major Payne? Yeah, Major Payne, you know that? Nah, you're wild. Major I ain't seen him in none recently, bro. He do like TV Payne. shows and stuff, man. That was a talented family, though. Yeah. I had to say my top five probably, like, not in order, but like Denzel. Definitely, definitely Will Smith. 
You could th- I feel like you get could- Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, that nigga. Morgan Freeman up there for me in my top five. Yeah. Just off yeah. like respect. Um damn, what's that else? dude that playing Get Out? Uh damn. I don't know uh, it's like yeah. Daniel something. Yeah, Daniel something. Yeah, I feel up. like he up there too for real. Like kind of like new generation. Yeah, new generation. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I need two more. Um, Cuba Gun Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrence Howard. Yeah, no, you like that? Yeah, everybody hates Chris and Terry Crews. I don't care. Nah. <laughs> Damn, I, don't, I can't even think about nobody else. Omari Hardwick. Yeah. Well, we need to think of no females. So that's the crazy part. Oh, all right. Female, <laughs> yeah, Taraji. Uh, I definitely say. Yeah, we really didn't say no female. That's crazy. Oh, I'm still right. The one lady that played in uh, this is us. The black girl that's in everything. African uh, girl. Uh, What'd you say, Mars? This is us. You talking about the one uh who played uh? She played with the dude that played Get Out in all the movies and stuff. She played Nakia in Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Peter Nyong'o. Oh, what is she like? Uh, she has short hair. Uh, Lupita. She played in Us. Uh, yeah, 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 that's her. Who played Silly? She, silly in color purple. Silly. silly. Was that silly. Oprah? Was that Oprah? Silly. Is that Oprah? Ain't it Oprah? Mm. No. <laughs> Damn. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90% sure. You talking about uh, fucking uh, Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, Whoopi's a legend, man. He got her by Oprah. <laughs> Whoopi <laughs> is a legend. The Oprah. Legend. <laughs> My top five. Denzel Washington. Viola Davis. Idris yeah. Elba. Omari Hardwick. And then Taraji P. Anson. Yeah, it's right. You got her ass off, though. I ain't gonna lie. I don't got a top five, man. Mine is all major pain. Create one right now. Major pain, major pain, major pain, major pain. Damon Wayne's times five, he said. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah. He get an honorable mention for me. Yeah, he did. Rush Hour was the best. Rush Hour over Bad Boys. Did you say over Bad Boys? Yeah. 100%. All right, niggas ain't you say Samuel Jackson. Like, <laughs> he's just like this. He's the top of the everyday. I like it when he's funny, not his serious roles. Yeah. yeah. Ma, you got a top five? We got to do top five comics next time, yeah? That's going to be a good one. Right. Yeah, that will be. We may knock out two more topics. Yeah, we're going to see the rest of these drums for next week, man. Let's I guess Angela Bassett. Let's do... Oh, my God. I forgot all about her. Family Guy joke about Nipsey Hussle, man. Family Guy released a new episode. In the episode, they had a joke about Nipsey Hussle where they said, um, you know, there's going to be a hologram. Uh, Tupac and Nipsey Hussle was going to be there. And it was like, well, Nipsey Hussle was somebody I really didn't know, but then was told to care a lot about. What's your thoughts on 
That's some real shit, though. I ain't gonna lie. Can it yeah. be considered disrespect? Bro? That's not even disrespect, bro. Because I said I've been saying the same shit since he died for real. Right. I still to this day have never heard Dipsy Hustle song. That's a fact. That's like that. <laughs> nah, that's that's a, not that's how it was. Like I never viewed all that. All I've met is bandwagon. It's bandwagon. Yeah. It's always been like, band like under the radar motivational music. music. Yeah, I feel like he was. Like, if I ever played songs, I would never play his top songs that made the radio. I never liked those Did he have songs. songs I like the motivational. Yeah, I never liked songs like the, that made the radio. Yeah, they the the radio. Racks in the middle. Racks in the middle with a uh, Roddy Rich. I never heard that in the radio. Like <laughs> uh, double up. Nah. It got it got two hundred million views on it. <laughs> How many of those came after his passing? I know, but that's still gonna make the radio though. They got. I never heard his song on the radio, bro. Never. You heard right? You heard uh You heard uh Racks in the middle. If you hear the beat, you'll hear. It. I don't it like up. the song. Personally, I will play it after but... this podcast. Yes, I think uh, they hyping it up, man. <laughs> it was a joke. Well, um, Donald Trump site. <laughs> what maybe wasn't a little? <laughs> oh, grinding on my life. Say that. Never heard of it. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a little distasteful, but man, I think y'all, y'all. This the truth. But you got to realize something though. Lucy was a big artist, but he made such a big impact. That should mean something. Stop it, man. Stop it, man. Stop it, bro. Stop it, like the motivation side of people. How much bad? How much good does it take to undo bad, yo? That's the real conversation we need to have. Do you think he He did did enough good to undo the bad? What did you do? Why does he have why does he have his legacy? Why do other rappers have his legacy? I have no idea, bro. Like people still talk about young Dolph as like, oh, creating a, you know what I'm saying, doing it for the you know what I'm saying. But that's all I'm saying. What was Nipsey for? If you if you think about it, what do you think Nipsey was for? I don't know because I never heard of him until really he died. But he got a big name because of like his his stuff, like he did motivational wise. Honestly, he wasn't a big artist. I knew like, Nipsey Hustle because he was dating Lauren London. Yeah, but I'm saying like he did so. I feel like he was just like community wise, like trying to build brands up and stuff. stuff. So I give like, you that, but that's in Cali. People bro. like people talk about Doctor Savvy. I don't tell Doctor Savvy, but just little stuff like that. I heard that. Yeah, this man lives in. But he's not like yeah. But I don't, I don't know, think people man. like really talk about his music. It was just like the stuff, the digging he was doing for the like trying to uplift. You know what I mean? I get you. Yeah, cause I never. If somebody told me to play this, so I, I don't like all his mainstream music at all. But I'm like, yeah. I have no idea, bro. He seemed like yeah, a nice X, guy. XXX, like that. They tripping over the <laughs> comments. Last man, we definitely got to talk about this FPG Duck situation, man. FPG right. Duck Mom recently came out on the comments and she said, just in. Hot news, fresh off the press. The feds have alerted me that more arrests will be made soon. <laughs> then somebody commented something about Dirk, and she said, but they're not going to lock up Dirk. And she said, how do you know that? Mm. Do you think, and then also it was released that King Von I told Gary, that Rico coming soon. 50K hit, and then they upped it to 100K on Duck. Um, so do they know who actually killed him? Yeah. Who was it? They have uh, five suspects. But look, Gary, one thing I will say, and it's like, I'm not, of course, uh, 
when it when it kind of his old life changed, he was getting he got that made before the death. Stop. Of, um, Stop. He did, I seen the video. I was like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, he definitely paid the boys off, <laughs> but the chains, I think, he just gave it to him. That cubic zirconium he was passing out in the hood, man. Come on, yo. But that was before. The Stop stuff. it, Mo. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> All right, they're not gonna be that obvious to put the people giving the money. You know what I'm saying? You really think so, Mo? Did you not hear the one Dirk song where he said, "I could have got caught up in a Rico"? I called Thug and told him everything. Oh yeah, I shot. Come on, Mo. You oh yes, yeah, I'm saying they. You really not talking about smart. No, 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 I'm talking think? about. I'm talking about this. The uh, the chain, the old block. Everything else, I believe, but this the chain. Ain't nobody worried about chain, yo. That's what I'm saying because we was like he got the chain from. Just for them doing a hit. This thing, yeah. He had it coming. King Von's either going. King Von is going down. The question is that they're going to be able to tie it to dirt. And I'm pretty sure they, with a little convincing coming. and arm twisting, they they should, they will be able to. Oh, no, they got way more stuff than we think. And you got to you gotta remember, because of the place where Duck was killed, the feds are taking this case over. This ain't local Chicago. Chicago really like, killed that. In the Ivory Coast, like downtown, yeah. The Ivory Coast. It'd think like, about it, like maybe like Canada type stop. Nah, it wouldn't yeah, be no Canada, Baltimore. Like, it'll, nah, be Tyson, Baltimore. it'll be a nah, yo. It ain't no Canton or Baltimore, yo. This is a major city. This would uh, be like a Tyson Corner type joint. Mm. You get away with Tyson. It's like now I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, <nah. laughs> Let's do some high end stuff. Every time coming, like I said, we know a lot of stuff about with dirt. And in OTF, if they if they if they get told kill people on YouTube, they you know the feds know a lot more stuff. Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna see what they already had the whole epic hit laid out before the feds. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. epic duck joint is literally like it literally was laid they out way months before. Like they show you, like somebody like, notified them. They show you them at old block, them running, running down out the stairs. Like Getting in the car, speeding over to the Gold Coast or the Ivory Coast, whatever the shopping plaza stuff is called. And then, like, they got everything, man. It's like, they going down. Mimo 600 is going down. Too bad he ain't dropped because he was a clown. And I hope it's... But what happened? What He been in a quick little thing. What happened? I've been seeing him a lot in the media. What's this now? He was. They say he was involved with it, too? Who? Uh, Mimo. Yeah, Mimo was one of the people that locked up original five. Well, oh, no, it was uh, I don't think it was original five. It was it was boss top and uh, Muwa and stuff. Uh, Y'all think it was Mimo? Well, with that being said, we're done for the day. Man. We're gonna pop up the rest of these topics next time. Episode 43. We're wrapping it up. We out. Appreciate y'all. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Opinions to Million Podcast. Please subscribe, like, comment, share. New episode dropping every week. You want to hop on the next one? Shoot us an email. Follow us on all social media at Opinions to Million. We out. <laughs>